Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 47 is entitled, The First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, Part 1. The First Amendment states, Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. In this podcast, we are addressing the first part. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. In the Christian community, what is known as the three theological virtues Faith, hope, and charity are universally taught as the most desirable of virtues because they help us become more like God. 1 Corinthians 1-8 through 8 and 13 Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things, charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail, whether there be tongues, they shall cease, whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Those virtues cannot be legislated by the laws of the land. Where they are enforced by the whims of society, rather than individual conscience, the people are not free. Personal conscience is a necessary part of a democratic republic. That is why freedom of religion is an essential ingredient to any democracy. Indeed, God is defined by his virtues. Christ embodies all virtues. However, it is not possible in the scope of this podcast to attempt a definitive description of the character of God as revealed by his multitudinous virtues, faith, charity, justice, mercy, light, truth, hope, love, knowledge, bounty, purity, pity, prudence, temperance, perfection, wisdom, intelligence, obedience, humility, zeal, reverence, patience, contemplation, omniscience, and omnipotence, etc. Freedom is founded on no other laws than the laws of God. 
The greatest challenge to man who wants to be free is to decide which of the laws of God should be enforced by government and which of the laws of God must be strictly voluntary. A democratic republic must manage a perfect balance between the laws of God and the laws of man, or there can be no freedom. There's a vast difference between saying that there should be no state-established religion and that there should be separation of church and state, meaning, literally, a separation of God and state. The first, no established religion, is necessary for religious freedom. The second, however, separation of state and God, is death to democracy, death to our republic, and death to freedom. It is like separating the spirit from the body. Freedom without God is like a wax figure in a museum. It has the dull presumption of similarity to a human being, but it does not have life. It is a parody of life. When God and freedom are separated, then the government becomes the state religion. And goodbye First Amendment, which means goodbye to freedom of religion, goodbye to freedom of the press, goodbye to freedom of speech, goodbye to freedom of assembly, and goodbye to one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Goodbye to we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There is a limit to which laws a nation can enforce and still have liberty. The great irony of the present battle in America between the liberals and conservatives is the argument over what moral principles should be enforced by law and what moral principles should not be enforced by law. In addition to that, the argument is compounded by the argument over whose moral principles should be enforced, the moral principles of the left or the moral principles upon which our forefathers founded this nation. The Social Democrats, under the guise of political correctness, have adopted the practices of totalitarian states. They want to punish anyone who does not bow to their ideals. That is how they are systematically destroying our Bill of Rights, particularly targeting freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, and freedom to bear arms. California just passed a bill outlawing the selling of fur clothes to satisfy animal rights activists. They are in the process of prohibiting cars powered by fossil fuels. Some towns are outlawing the use of natural gas. Some are outlawing plastic straws. Some want to rid the planet of flagellant cows, all to satisfy the global warming activists. Any silliness can be validated when common sense is overridden by a burning cause. A burning cause is a wildfire fanned by its own presumptions that destroys everything in its path. Not having a state religion was inspired of God because it prevents one religion from imposing its doctrines on another. However, what constitutes a religion is not easy to pin down. Wikipedia defines religion as a social-cultural system of designated behaviors and practices, morals, worldviews, texts, sanctified places, prophecies, ethics, or organizations that relate humanity to supernatural, transcendental, or spiritual elements. The encyclopedia points out that there is no scholarly consensus over which precisely constitutes a religion. Many secular religions, such as the Democratic Party, fit the definition of religion above, except for the clause relates humanity to supernatural, transcendental, or spiritual elements. 
If the only defining characteristic of religion is that it believes in a supernatural being, then it creates impossible contradictions in the so-called separation of church and state. For example, many organizations could be defined as a social cultural system of designated behaviors and practices, morals, worldviews, texts, and ethics. Political correctness is a social, cultural system of designated behaviors and practices, morals, worldviews, texts, and ethics. It perfectly fits the new party formed by the Democratic Socialists. Though they are trying to remove the very name of God from all government practices, properties, and publications, they have become the state religion. Their beatitudes are political correctness which they intend to enforce by law. Regardless of their posturing, the social democrats aren't bothered by God or by the supernatural as it relates to Christianity. They are bothered by the Christian morals and ethics that contradict their own set of morals and ethics as defined by political correctness, particularly as it applies to abortion and gay marriage. The reason the far left opposes the Bill of Rights is that it stands in the way of a new world order. For example, those who advocate gun control are far more violent than those who support the Second Amendment even advocating violence in the streets, defunding police, releasing violent criminals from prison, supporting Black Lives Matter, which promotes violence against the police. The one thing that social democrats are agreed upon is that Christianity is a religion and it stands in the way of their New World Order. What the democratic socialists overlook, however, is that their New World Order has all the attributes of a religion except for the belief in a supernatural being. Political correctness, for example, constitutes their beatitudes, and they are actively suppressing Christian values that contradict those standards and replacing them with their own system of morals, ethics, and values. The fundamental goal of the far left is not to protect rights as they claim. They arbitrarily enforce rights for some groups and take away rights from others. Those factions who are fanatical about a cause are mere eruptions like disturbances on the face of the sun. The core is about power, unadulterated power, unlimited power. They use any disturbance to increase their power. If we ever forget that, then we will lose the battle. The bottom line is that the laws of our nation are founded upon Christian morals, particularly the Ten Commandments. Christianity is seen as a threat to the New World Order. Therefore, they want to remove Christianity as a power from this nation. Their first attack was against the symbols of Christianity the Bible, the cross, Jesus, the Christmas creche, and prayer. Those would mean nothing to the extreme liberals if the fundamental moral principles of Christianity didn't stand in their way. For example, they only oppose Christianity. They do not oppose their other religions. Hillary Clinton, the 2016 presidential nominee of the Social Democrats, announced, Laws have to be backed up with resources and political will. All the laws we've passed don't count for much if they're not enforced. Rights have to exist in practice, not just on paper. She added, Deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases have to be changed. She was referring specifically to those who opposed abortion, including partial birth abortion. It heated up in the 2020 presidential race in the Democratic primaries as the rhetoric got stronger. Beto O'Rourke said, There can be no reward, no benefit, no tax breaks for anyone or any institution, any organization in America 
that denies the full human rights and the full civil rights of every single one of us. He continued, So as president, we're going to make that a priority, and we are going to stop those who are infringing upon the human rights of our fellow Americans. That is a direct attack at Christianity for opposing gay marriage. Addressing his remarks to the LGBTQ community, he was referring to the Christian views of homosexuality and gay marriage. Ignoring the Constitution and Bill of Rights, he would take away tax-exempt status from any Christian denomination that opposed homosexuality or gay marriage. It was just another way of saying that. Laws have to be backed up with resources and political will. All the laws we've passed don't count for much if they're not enforced. Rights have to exist in practice, not just on paper. Deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases have to be changed. Later, in a town hall meeting specifically focused on the LGBTQ issues, Don Lemon of CNN asked O'Rourke if he thought religious institutions like colleges, churches, charities, should they lose their tax-exempt status if they oppose same-sex marriage? Yes, O'Rourke replied. He repeated what he said in the presidential debate. There can be no reward, no benefit, no tax break for anyone or any institution, any organization in America that denies the full human rights and the full civil rights of every single one of us. That violates the first two articles in the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech. The problem facing the Social Democrats is the Bill of Rights, particularly the First Amendment to the Constitution. For deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases to be changed, the Social Democrats must prohibit free exercise of religion and freedom of speech. If it means trampling on the First Amendment, so be it. You cannot have a First Amendment and prohibit the free exercise of religion and free speech at the same time. They are mutually exclusive. The First Amendment began to be violated when the Social Democrats introduced the fabricated phrase, separation of church and state. The First Amendment doesn't even imply separating church and state. The left does not even see the hypocrisy. Why not separate government and all social cultural systems that have designated behaviors and practices, morals, worldviews, texts, and ethics? That would separate the entire Social Democratic Party and state. Under separation of church and state laws as seen by the left, the Democratic Party would not even be able to convene Congress. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.